It really, really is. You said about, I think it was one here. So we'll get into the what ifs now. Well, and, so, um, yeah, sort the point here. No, no, but this is the setup, isn't it? I don't know if your actual main mic's on either. It's, you sound like you're in some sort of well, but that might be. Um... Yeah, it's because I'm not plugged in. That's why. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I'm a mess. I am a mess at the minute, Rich. I'm so tired. You were literally sitting next to a lead with a wing and a prayer. On a wing and a prayer. All right, well, that's better now. I can hear you better now. Right. That's much better. Much more smooth. <laughs> right. It's because I hadn't had my coffee, bitch. That's what it is. I've got my little Miss Sunshine mug. It's not mine. Oh, man. If I was a pilot and I hadn't had my it's coffee, my I'd, li I'd literally just fly the plane into a mountain for a laugh. <laughs> Tilt your camera now. Let's get going. Tilt, tilt it down a little bit. There you go, perfect. So we want to see that upper torso. Right, <clears throat> take two. Let's go again. Hi guys, welcome to What F here on Iconic.com. I'm here with Gareth Ike today, who's Gareth Ike and his plugged in mic. You see that? It was like a freestyle. That's very good. Yeah. 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 How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm just like thinking about World War Three and climate change and uh, and that thing, that cold we had around for a couple of years. Can't remember the name. Um oh, no. It's gone now. I think that's the name of it. It was gone now. And uh, yeah, just all that stuff, really. Like you know, that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's um the pivot has been kind of seamless, really, isn't it? It's literally just the media's just gone. Now you're right. I've got a new puppy now. Yeah. It's just chuck the old dog's drowning. I ain't fucking bothered. You, no. had, a good, you had a good innings. <laughs> but you love that dog. You loved it. You talked about it constantly. I, I didn't love it. I I I exploited it, <laughs> and I used the dog. Don't get me wrong. I used to put you know some some selected meats around my genitalia and let the dog do its bit for a couple of years. But I'm done with it now. Plus, this one's a puppy. Yeah, thinks it's young, and I'm an elite, so I'm definitely a nonce. <laughs> done. Yeah, absolutely done. Well, thinking about where it's going, but they haven't stopped. The games still the same. The tactics, guys, still the same. Said to Gareth before we uh, before we restarted this. Before um, I plugged my mic in. Before you plugged both ends, um, that, that they were using the same tactics. So, and this goes all the way to. So these are the same nutters. So this one, first one, MI. I don't know if you've seen this. MI6 chief faces backlash for saying Ukraine war is about LGBT rights. You see that one? I did see that. Yeah. How can we get a certain demographic on board? How can we make our, um, you know, our response, which will be the NATO response, how can we make that politically correct? How do you tie that in with LGBT rights? Well, the head of MI6, which includes his preferred pronouns in his Twitter bio. Oh, Imagine being yeah. that much of a melt that you're the head of MI6 and you're going to put she, him or his, her in your Twitter. It's a kid's app. It's pathetic. If you if you if you believe the war is genuine and these people are all actually against each other, the Russians and the Chinese must be fucking laughing their asses off. Absolutely. Literally, literally, fucking shitting themselves, laughing. What do you get when they because, all come over the hill? Just calling the wrong pronouns or have a meltdown. 
Well, the, that's the thing is, they've been, what, bolstering their army, bolstering their economy, while Western economies have been absolutely rinsed out of some, by something that apparently came out of China that didn't come out of China, but they said it did. And then um, we're arguing about the preferred pronouns and, and whether someone with bollocks can be a woman in the Olympics. <laughs> they must be just fucking laughing their asses off. Of course off. They have. they've. This is what Gran and Richard Gran has been saying for a while, is that they've, um, they've purposely made people weak completely and psychologically mm. weak yeah um and uh, through lots of different tactics but you know also these fucking sage psychologists like mitch and stuff they're fucking communists yeah well they know what so they're doing yeah. they know they ain't on our side no no so he, he faced um he she it faced backlash for suggesting that a large part of the war in ukraine was about lgbt rights lgbt plus rights apparently Richard Moore, he, him, Fuck lead, <laughs> leader of Britain's secret intelligence service. How secret is it if he's told everybody about it on Twitter? Made the comments. It's not, in it's, a... <laughs> it's not that secret, is it? He's no. put it on the internet. Oh, I oh, fucking know. I have not put it on the internet. <sighs> Shit. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Can I still have my job? Uh, go on then. Go They're on, not then. very bright, this security lot, are they? No. The amount of times you, you hear, like, laptops left around. I don't even leave my laptop lying around. And yeah. I've not got state secrets in it. I know. And I think it's just funny the fact that they would just use a laptop. I mean, surely they've got other techniques. They must have, like, a, a microchip in the brain by now. you got thinking, just on a laptop. I just left it on the laptop. What, the one that you left in Costa? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to be in so much trouble. It's got a password on it. Yeah, what is it? Oh. It's not your name, is it? Oh, Mum's oh. birthday. <laughs> right, okay. So he said, with the tragedy and destruction unfolding so distressingly in Ukraine, we should remember the values and hard-won freedoms that distinguish us from Putin. None more than LGBT rights. So let's resume our series of tweets oh, that, uh, to mark the LGBTHM 2020. What the fuck is that? Um, so yeah so basically he's saying that we've got all of these rights and um uh, putin doesn't like the uh the old lgbt lot he's one of those doesn't like the old transgenders the fact that western governments are tweeting about rights when they've spent the last two years destroying their own people's rights is somewhat ironic it's not quite as ironic though as demonstrations in israel against the in illegal invasion of the ukraine yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? I know. All right. A lot of people don't even know about that stuff, though. I mean, none of that really makes the news, is it? I know you've done a lot of research into that over the years. I didn't know much about it until I met you, to be honest. I started to try and play catch up with that. But that's this has been going on everywhere. Yeah, of course. All the time. Has. I mean, the fucking Yemen. Jesus wept, man. Like, um, no one's saying a word. Everyone's silent. All the media bubbleheads. And this is the thing, like, we've spoken about a bunch of times. If everyone moves together, so you've got all the shitty celebrities, all the big corporations, uh, all the whole banking sector, all the governments, all the media, they're all moving together mm. against Russia when they look the other way every time Israel... You know, I, saw, I heard something in the, on the news yesterday and they were saying, you know, there's 16 children been killed. Now, that's fucking horrific. Of course it is. But on the other hand, in 2014 in Gaza, they killed 500 kids. 500 yeah. kids, 2,500 civilians. Silencio. Mm. And anyone that said anything against it was a fucking anti-Semite. So it's like, hang on, 
I'm starting, you know, I don't like whataboutisms, but I'm starting to get the feeling that you don't actually really care about the people and you don't really care about the human rights violations and the murder. You care about who you perceive to be carrying them out. And also, you care about you how, you're, how you're perceived. I've called this, I've coined the term virtue sickness. Um, there is a virtue sickness. The people, all these celebrities, they're all, some of them are compromised, obviously, because um, they're a bunch of diddlers. But it is a virtue sickness. It's a, I want to be perceived. It's my, my avatar. How does my avatar look online? Yeah. That's, that's the people that don't really understand what they're going on about. They're the ones that are just surface level mask wearers. There, there yeah. is these, that's the virtue sickness. But again, the level you're talking about, they know full well what they're doing. Yeah. That's it. The, the, the blue heart on Twitter has just become a Ukrainian flag. It's just switched. Bang. Mm. Uh, overnight. This is my new... You know, I did the BLM stuff, uh, the blue heart, and then I now I'm Ukraine. What is it next week? Oh no, let's see you what happens. Me. Let's see what I'm told it yeah. is, because yeah. that's all that's happened. Like, uh, um, an anecdotal story, but because the media has just gone, oh, we're not bothered about the Baroness now. It's done. It's finished. You know, and I made a joke on social media about the fact that Putin, you know, said what you want about Putin, but he's ended a pandemic. And you know, someone went at me and told me I was as funny as cancer. Um, which, which isn't you, funny, so I don't know no, what it means. That's, really. I don't think they I quite like, got there. They're, I like yeah. to think I'm very funny, but they've you know. also they've made a tried to make a joke out of making a joke about cancer. They've kind of got themselves tied up there and in, in a load of horse shit around their neck and up their vagina. I don't know where I'm going with this, but no, I don't know. But cancer's not. I mean, it's not laugh out loud funny, is it? If I'm honest, but um, the point I was making was that the media, it was them who I was digging at because they just forgotten about it now. So it's done. It's finished. As soon as the media stops telling you something, it's over. And they tell you something else. Then you follow that. And then you follow that. Same as the summer of 2020. BLM was all that mattered. All of a sudden, the Rona disappeared then. Protests were fine. You could meet up all you wanted to get mm -hmm. on one knee. Not a problem. Can't catch it on one knee. It sits around that height. But so, yeah. So that, then I kind of was thinking, just how much has it ended the pandemic? And it was an, it's an anecdotal story, but... Basically, I take Allura to Kitty Gym on a Tuesday. Now, they're kind of Rona. They have been Rona from the start. Nice people, but frightened. So they're all masked. There's me, probably a couple of mums and a dad that don't, weren't buying the psychosis. And also, it annoys me a bit when, because there's young kids, toddlers and stuff. It's like, if you want to be, if you want to have an irrational fear, that's fine. But putting on your kids is a bit weird and unpleasant. I don't really like that. But anyway... Then when all the restrictions were lifted, it was still about 50-50, maybe 60-40 not wearing, but still a large chunk, because a lot of parents there, a large chunk wearing them. And so I was kind of interested this week in how it would be now there's a war on. Right, you know, went in, not a single mask, not a single mask, not a single parent, not a single member of staff, not a single person putting one on in the lift, nothing. Right, And I was just like, this just says it all, man. I mean, I'm glad because I don't have to tell Laura that these people are idiots, but <laughs> it's like, it's just it's just a perfect example of it, that no, someone's just pressed the stop button and said, oh, I don't need it anymore, it's gone. Um, and a couple of parents came up to me, a couple of mothers, and they're just dead chatty, right, having a real nice chat about stuff, you know, how are your kids, yeah, when's your kids going to school? Well, I think, you know, we're going to homeschool, blah, blah, these conversations, really nice. I've not spoken to these people for a year. I've stood there, Looking fucking awkward with my arms folded, mm. watching Alora do stuff while other parents are all walking around. I've done that for a year and no one's thought to engage. And I'm also, at, they come up and chat. I wonder what the reaction would have been if you had a Russian accent. 
Oh, why didn't I do that? I'm going to wear a Russian football shirt next week. <laughs> to Kitty Jim. Could you imagine? Yeah. But this I'm is so the, fucking yeah. tempted to do that. This is the thing. This is the thing. If you'd had a Russian accent, would have they come up to you? Because you're the, now the next enemy. Would they have known the difference between a Russian and Ukrainian accent? Probably not. Absolutely not. No, I wouldn't have done. That's a good point. I think they would have gone straight to Russian anyway. The Russian Almost accent. certainly. They're all the same. Um, going back to your bit where you were talking about this, obviously this MI6 guy with the LGBT thing, I did mm. sort of ties into that. Uh, obviously, all these big companies are severing ties with Russia and, you know, making their virtue signaling statements. Yeah. The, pre- the Premier League and the Football League are, you know, going to wear something on their shirt. Oh, and they're, they're not, show- are they? they are, yeah. They're going to show solidarity and whatever. And I saw some people calling for this early doors. It was a couple of Labour, obviously, politicians. But one of them, MP, was like tweeting like, you know, I will urge, I would urge footballers to wear, you know, like uh, Ukrainian flag laces. What? The boots. And you just think, why? Why? Like, if you believe all this narrative and, and of what's happening, and, you know, I trust the media, I don't trust the media, um, What? What is? what's the point in that? Like, there could you imagine no Putin, Putin going, right, so what I'm thinking, we're going to go into Ukraine and we're basically going to shoot on... So- what's that? They've done what? Blue and yellow lace. Oh, fucking... Sorry, boys, call it, call it off. Yeah, on, we're gonna go back to Russia. Yeah, we're gonna go back get... to Russia. Fuck. Do you think Israel will take all those nukes back? No. Oh you man. Got the receipts. Fall back. Fall you back. Didn't... Fall yeah. back. Fucking laces. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, exactly. I've, I've been planning this for two years. I've I literally planned for every single eventuality, apart from Cristiano Ronaldo having yellow and blue laces. Shit. And I didn't actually. I mean, I should have tweaked when they were wearing the um. The little like COVID heart thing in the NHS, and look what happened to them. Um, and then I saw a few people with one of the the. Uh, I mean, sometimes I get mixed up between the Swedish flag and the Ukrainian flag. To be fair, and um, and and utterly butterly. Yeah, and a beach scene. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. Is that sure. a clip art? Is that a clip art beach scene? That's a Ukrainian flag. That. Oh, sometimes I just feel it's a windbreaker, isn't it? That windbreaker. Just put a, put a palm tree in the middle of it. Beautiful. It's brilliant. So this is where we're at now. So Kamala Harris is as um she's all she's on it though. She is the half wit. I I swear that she's yeah. One of them seems drunk all the time. The other one seems completely catatonic. Um, Ukraine. This is what she said. Ukraine. This is genius. This is literally just describing what things are. Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists. Well done. Yeah, and now it gets better. Ukraine Tick. is a country. <laughs> Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Fucking Russia hell, four de- for four. <laughs> Russia decides to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically, that's wrong. <laughs> Fuck is thank God your vice president. Honestly, I know. Where would we be? But but the sad <laughs> the sad thing is though. Is there's probably large swathes of America going? I didn't fucking. I don't know why they're northern. They're always northern. I didn't. I didn't bloody know that. Is that Texas? That's not Texas. <laughs> you having a stroke? Have you had your jabs? Uh, uh, it's yeah. So basically, that was a, a thing. Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. They're all crazy though, aren't they? Because I had Biden on mine because a lot of people were saying that he said Iranian, didn't he? <laughs> 
because he was like, you know, yeah. about Russia invading, but you know, they will not break the resolve of the Iranian people. I don't. Maybe they won't. I don't. I don't know why they've been brought into it. But when you actually hear, <laughs> listen again, right. I think he says uranium. Right. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't think he says. Uh, He's like, got it on the mind, isn't he? Yeah. He won't sell Iranian people. <laughs> Did, is, is that is the one with? <laughs> well, I would. Yeah. The other one. The other one behind him definitely is. He, oh, Pelosi. Gosh, she's shit-faced all the time. Off her face. Yeah. Did you see the bit where she got up and she was like... Yeah. Going... When he's talking about them in burn pits. And I saw a couple of people reply. <laughs> saying, going... Yeah, but all all she was applauding was the fact that he was saying they were going to provide some sort of, you know, assistant, finance assistance for people, vet, veterans that had been injured. That's not what I'm getting at. I don't get... She's not clapping. She's, she does that. It's like... not normal behaviour. Like she's about, like she's got a fucking defib, right? <laughs> Does that a bit, then stands up and sits back down again with this weird gurning face. Yeah. And I was thinking, all she reminds me of is she sat there and they're announcing the winner of a competition and she thinks it's definitely her. And so they start <laughs> describing, you know, the winner is, she's a wonderful person. Or... Yeah. So she's typically... And then she gets up and they announce, I don't know, Nancy Reagan. And she goes... That's what yeah. they look like yeah. to me. It's not you. It's not, Nancy. Oh, she's got up and she's been. She's right behind the main speaker. Do you know what it reminds me of? Like the drunk auntie at the wedding uh, during the speeches, and she's behind the guy giving the speech, and she's like really pissed and completely forgot she was at a wedding, but she knows she's really relieved to be there, and yeah. she's like, you know, somewhere in the right in the back of her her mind where she still exists as a person, she's like, I know I should be reacting in a way. And I think it's happy that I'm supposed to be doing. How do I do happy out there in the world? I don't understand. And she's just like acting it out from this tiny little morsel of human being that's left right in the back of her head. And she's just overreacted completely inappropriately, but got the one signal through, which was I'm supposed to be happy, but doesn't really know where the context of what she's trying to do. She's shit based. She's, she's shit-faced. She's, o- she's overwhelmed. Her own marriage is on the rocks. She wants to be happy for everyone else. And but and I am happy for them because I'm a good person, but I am also... Desperately I might, sad. I, might, I really don't want to cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, I'm just here. And I, but yeah, but, and I'm just so relieved. I had such a... He was an awful husband. He was, I'm just so relieved to be here. And I hated him. And I'm just, yeah, and I've overdone the wine. And yeah. I knew I would, and I knew I would, and I wasn't even going to come today. I was going to sit at home and drink, but I ended up coming, just yeah. because I'm a good person. I want to show my support, and now I'm going to throw up. And everyone else is there going, fuck, shit, shit. Can you take her out? Take her out. Get some fucking volivants in her, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, and 20 minutes later, she's out the back vomiting in the bushes. Someone's rubbing her back, going, there, there, there. there. Yes, he was. Frank was an awful man. Yeah, but Frank's Frank's sat there there with his new wife, and he's trying to seem concerned, like. But all he's thinking in his head is, "Thank God everyone else can see now why I fucked her off." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And then, and now she's ruined this wedding, my new wedding. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we shouldn't have invited the ex. We do. We shouldn't have invited the ex, but Cassandra's a lovely lady, and she just thought she'll bring her on. She's got a drink problem. We might help her out. Yeah, best place to go. Best place to go if you've got a drink problem. A wedding. To yeah, your ex-husband's wedding. I think people do that though. I used to um, PT with a guy whose uh, wife had an affair and they had a kid together. Wife had an affair um, and then moved on and 
um, got married to the man and they went to the wedding. He went with his new wife and the daughter went to their wedding. Right. Is that because they had a kid together? Either way. Why, why would you? I mean, oh, you don't, I, mean I, I mean, yeah. I think it's amazing. It is amazing, but I'm not sure if I could turn up. I mean, that's hella forgiving, isn't it? It is, yeah. And Maybe he just didn't like her. I remember just thinking at the time, like, fucking hell, man. Yeah. Seriously, wow. Like, you're a bigger man than me. Like, literally, he's fucking enormous. But it's like, <laughs> fair play, mate. Like, I don't know if I would have that capability. Yeah. Like, go to, to your ex's wedding unless you took a rocket launcher. I'm definitely not grown up enough to that for that. Speaking of rocket launchers, um, I don't know how to tie this in. Intelligence agencies around the world have spotted American actor Steven Seagal among Russian specialist forces positioned around the outskirts of Gostomol aircraft near Kiev, captured by Russian airborne troops. I don't know if he was captured or the photo was captured by the troops, but apparently, from the looks of that, Steven Seagal, who's an actor in an actor movie with playing acting stuff like like a soldier is now joined the um russian special forces yeah it's all, it's just more fake news isn't it it's insane like the amount of stuff that's come out from and this is like i don't trust the media anyway i never have and even if i did i certainly wouldn't after the last two years but the fact that all the stuff that's coming out of ukraine is provably bollocks <laughs> when 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 we live in an age where everyone's got a fucking iphone why is there not more footage coming out that's legit? I want to see Steven Seagal there, though. I'd like to see like well, the was... footage of him there. I know that he had something to do with it. He didn't he throw his hat in the ring. A while well, he there. was no, he was employed by the Russian government as some kind of peace envoy, basically, to Swing between to to broker <laughs> to broker some kind of um, uh, sort of you know relationship between the West and Russia. That hmm. was that sort of vibe, but that was a while ago. Um, but yeah, they. I mean, there was a guy from the USA Today um, who, you know, is is normally, to be fair, you know, pushing the narrative, and he is pushing the the, the pro-Ukrainian narrative, and he is pushing the pro-COVID narrative. But to be fair to him, when he sees some nonsense on the other side, he says it. And so he did this massive thread of all these. So this is footage of the of uh, a bombing of Kiev. It's from Gaza. This is from right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's just one after the other, one after the other. This is um, a Russian plane being shot down by the Ukraine. It's not. It's 1993, an air show accident in England. This is blah, blah, this is blah. And, and it, each one, it was saying, like, this was shared. There was one which was the Ukrainians just chucking down their weapons, chucking them down and hands up and walking away. Right. And it, it was shared, like, 1.5 million times. News outlets got on it, picked it up, you know, oh, my God. It was from 2014. And it was, and it was Ukrainian police dropping off equipment. <laughs> <laughs> They've just reversed the footage, and that's yeah. the Ukrainian the, the Ukrainians yeah. picking up the guns from the floor as they as as they spring back off of the wooden floor. Have you just that's reversed it. the footage? Yeah, but this thing, is it? the same from la- like the old the start of the Rona stuff where they just nicked a bit of footage from the hospital and and, and labelled it as something else. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely same. stinks of March twenty twenty. Yeah, to me. And I remember like talking to Gemma about it. Like she's saying, "What is going on?" I was just saying, "Well, it's a difficult one because there's so much shit going on intentionally." So I think, yeah. you know, throw so much shit that it kind of confuses people, um, and then people then jump on a narrative. And actually, sorry, mate, that was a distraction. But it just—I did say to it, I said it just reeks of March 2020. It just—it mm-hmm. it feels the same. But this is the same thing. It's the same tactics. Absolutely, everything's the same. 
it's no different at all. Um, it, it literally, as you say, it's just re- you've replaced the target from COVID to Putin. That's yeah. all it is. It, you've literally just... And then you see the the um, the World Economic Forum thread through that and through this. Exactly the same. You've got Putin, World Economic Forum, global leader. Zelensky, the same. And then there's this new... You see the lady that was uh, shouting at um, Boris, uh, Boris the other day. Uh, She's the one of them. She's journalist. not a journalist yet, and she's a mentalist, actually. Um, and yeah, she's a yeah, Klaus Schwab, young global leader. Yeah, it's the threads right through it, and it's like, what do you think this is about? And then you look into the like the whole wheat thing over there in Russia, Ukraine, and how all this is going to affect the economy. It's just crashing the economy. I don't see how people can't see that. I just can't see how exactly. people can't see that. It's exactly. So glaringly people, obvious. People, people don't put two and two together either. So you go. Okay, well, yeah, but okay. So fuel prices go up a bit. I don't understand why that's the same as as, as locking down with COVID. And you go, okay, right. So you lock down businesses through the Rona, um, mm. so they can't trade, so they get fucking destroyed, so they go under. Okay, right. So you put energy prices through the roof. What does that do? Okay, so your delivery drivers, your taxi yeah. drivers, everything like that. On a on a base level, that will have an effect. But also the whole supply chain. Yeah. Because because all the fuel that goes into the boats, that goes into the fucking planes, that goes into the trucks, that then goes up. So then that um, fucking huge increase in cost is then put on the customer. Hmm. So then the customer then hasn't got a job. Yeah, that customer then has to that business then has to put that increased price onto me and you, yeah. and I can't afford it, so I don't buy it. So that business goes under. Yeah. The whole thing is tied it's in together. It's not hard to work out. It's it's it's, not, it's, it's, it's all about um, destruction. It's all about like the creating destabilization would be the best probably term I can come up with for it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It, it's it's absolutely quite obvious what they're doing. And then the other tactics like like cancelling Russian things. So now we've got obviously BBC stops all content licensing in Russia, including David Attenborough's Green Planet, which is great. It's like, oh, you haven't, have you? You haven't got rid of David. I've got to learn about the climate change. I've got to learn about how the climate is changing every day and every minute, every time I let off a little fart. And David, the actor Attenborough, needs to tell me. So that's another tactic of what they're using before. It's just like, we're going to cancel everything Russian now, whereas before it was anyone speaking out against the Rona. So the BBC has announced it will no longer license TV content to Russia following the invasion of Ukraine. This includes a request not to air the remaining episodes of Sir David Attenborough's new documentary series, The Green Planet. I just think this is death. No one watches it anyway. <laughs> and the Russian version has strictly come dancing, which is where they just kind of like like shoot they shoot um they shoot the floor with the machine gun and you've got to try to dance away from the bullets it's just, it's it's good watch to be fair a russian dancer a russian dance actually looks like someone's <laughs> trying to avoid being shot in the that's foot, where it evolved from i believe yeah, yeah. yeah. even but, if it didn't evolve from that you say it did and that's enough fact check that bitch fact check that yeah um yeah. what i do like though is where things go wrong because when you start to try and twist things they don't quite work out well so all the vaccinated um, better, get, better, better get ready for war because me and you, we can't travel because Not we haven't had to. our jabs. Yeah, we? that's it. And do you know what as well? What's great? Because there's flooding in Australia. And what that's not great. But what I was, think, <laughs> what I was thinking of there's doing... There's a clip. What I was thinking of doing was going to Australia to help. 
Um, but I don't want to do that. I can't be asked. But I was going to do it because, you know, I suppose it's my moral duty to help out with floods and stuff. But deep down, I can't be fucked, really. <laughs> um, and then they released all the the, um, the rules and stuff, didn't they? And so they need people to fill up sandbags, but you can only fill up sandbags to help if you're fully vaccinated. So unfortunately, I can't. I'd love to. Yes. But unfortunately, I can't. Sorry. But I'm with you in spirit. I'm there, and I'm filling up fuckloads of sandbags. And we'll put it in a podcast, and we'll tell everyone about how we're not there. So yeah. it's fine. This is the thing where it all goes all goes a bit tits up for them, really, isn't it? So how are they going to enlist us all to the army if none of us have been jabbed? Well, there you go. But um, but also, the Rona stuff is going on in the background in the sense, obviously, the World Health Organization is now pushing through this pandemic treaty where all the governments have to act the same. Okay. When if there's another, another one. Yeah. When, when Kermit says there's another one um, and all that will do as well is then it just kind of just pulls in you know one they'll just react immediately uh, they get to overall government elected officials as well and stuff like that so that's always good isn't it but how when does you... this happen like how does people can't get their head around how that happens so it's government elected officials are voting for themselves to be ruled over in the future well yeah because they don't work for us do they but, no. but when you say like how can that happen uh, you know, like I'm people, playing devil's advocate, obviously. Pe- people's people queued around Tesco's in the cold uh, and waited for the light to go green so they could go in and, and buy some food. Good point. For no, for absolutely no, for why? No valid uh, reason whatsoever. People and people that. forget that. People forget that they went the one, one way around the supermarket to avoid cross walking. Yeah, people forget they walked in. And they put sanitizer on their hands and then they put a mask on and then they sat down and they took the mask off and then they started eating food. They forget they did that. Yeah. And, and, and do you know what? Give it five years, there'll be so many people going, I didn't do that. Oh, I didn't. Will, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that. And you I go, you fucking did. Yeah. Not okay. only that, you, didn't, you did it and then you got pissed off for other people not doing it. Like when we went to that, that pub on the Isle of Wight and we got moved because I was the seventh man on the table. Do you remember? Are we yeah, allowed I six? I, I, yeah, I was there. Oh, you there. weren't there yet, no. were you? We got chucked out because I was the seventh. And he came along and he went, we said there would only be six and now there's seven. And we're like, oh, are you really that fucking dumb? And now that place is probably shut down. Um, but these people will forget that they've done these things, these idiotic, stupid, yeah. abusive they'll just, they'll things. Just, they'll just pretend. They'll just pretend they didn't. They'll just pretend they were on the right side of history. Like Piers Morgan, who for two years tried to destroy everything and then suddenly went, oh, we need to reopen. Because I he don't thinks understand how that he, sort of person gets up or looks at himself in the mirror. He thinks that the public are sort of goldfish brain and will only remember the last thing he said. And sadly, a few of them will. Um, but, you know, when it comes to that stuff with social media, people have got receipts. Hmm? And you can say to these people, this is what this is what you did during the Rona. So when you tell your grandkids that you fought for freedom, and stood up for their rights, we can go, no, you fucking didn't. And not only that, is that, that Pierce Morgan, as an example has recorded himself lying for the last two years, well, the last 40 years in his case. So, since it's social media, at least the last 20 years, recorded himself lying. So when he decides to turn, actually try and do something decent with his life, they'll use the mainstream media, the monster he'll help create, will use it against him. Yeah. Well, the, the worst one is still, still, James Whale is one of the worst for me. Like, he's still being a fucking arsehole. He's got one thing, which is mock, belittle, giggle, delete them. So just just cut off the call. That's all he does. It's him. He looks That's like a, a, a he looks like a swollen bollock, and then you've got the fucking guy that looks like 
Wurzel Gummidge, Ash or whatever his name is, the yeah. other guy. And so they had a lady um, on yesterday um, who was basically saying, um, she was from Derby actually, she was saying we need more independent media when it comes to Russia-Ukraine because you can't trust either of them. Like you've mm. got Russian propaganda being pushed by RT and Sputnik apparently, which you've deleted anyway, but then you're going to have the BBC, CNN, all this lot pushing the, the pro-NATO yeah. narrative. So actually you're not getting the truth. They're both, they're both lying. They're so. both telling the truth a little bit and both lying a little bit. And so together, you don't know what the hell's going on. And, and you know, he just totally just had a go and then deleted her. And you just think, but what about her point is not accurate? But also, that's not his job. Well, that is his job. That's not supposed to be his job to put his opinion across. He's supposed to be there to air other people's opinion. That's never, never the job of a journalist or, or a presenter is to get their opinion across. It was always to get the opinion out of others, possibly play the devil's advocate here and there to bring the information out and let the audience decide. It was never the job of him to give his opinion on what they're saying. That was never, never the job, never the training, never the case. You, you're, you learn not to do the exact thing that he's doing. You're supposed to do the opposite. You're supposed to give your point across, but never, never put your point above the person you're interviewing. That's the whole point. Otherwise, what's the point in interviewing? True. Well, yeah. You but must he, well just he, have a talk show where you just spout your nonsense off for an hour. And a half. Well, that's that's what he'd love to have. I think. I mean, he's like he. The Rona's just you know is driven him mad. Yeah, um, and probably and... the copious amounts of alcohol he drinks on a daily night. I would have thought. Yeah, he seems to be like a pisshead, to be honest. Phil Mitchell, but he, yeah, his, like, his buyer's remorse when it comes to the jab is just, like, fucking bizarre as well. That's really affected him. Um, And now, obviously, you've got all this Pfizer stuff coming out. A lot of what's being released was actually released in April last year, but just people didn't look at it, and now they're looking at it. And... And also then you've got then the mainstream media, even, you know, even the Daily Mail pushing the fact that, well, actually, it's not effective. And so you, so you go, OK, so hang on a minute. So this data is saying that it's not safe. This data is saying it's not effective. <laughs> uh, you've been telling people for a year it's safe and effective. And you've been telling people that question that fact to either shut the fuck up or mm. you've been deleting them. And now people have got their receipts, as you say. Yeah, and James Well cut. I mean, people was just saying, look, you know, you shouldn't be jabbing kids X, Y, and Z, mm. and you know, he's just cutting them off, cutting them off, and it's like, but they were right. Of course, they were right, and he knew they were right at the time, though. That's that's the issue. He just didn't think it'd come back on him. But COVID isn't over. Although in Japan, they're asking Japan is asking China to stop anal testing its citizens. Asking. Oh yes. I remember us talking about this early doors, the fact that they, they, they were anal swabbing kids. Yep. Weren't they? The, at the airport. There's a picture of how to do it as well. They've done a little leaflet. I don't think the leaflet goes up the arse. I think you've got to read it. Um, and, yeah, it's great. I didn't... I've not screenshot the picture, but you can see it anyway. But, yeah, they have... Um, at Japan have asked China to... Can you just stop, please? Can you what, just what, stop? What is the technique, then? Do they, they put the swab down their own penis <laughs> and then use that to anal swab i think so is that the thing? i think it goes yeah you attach it to you and then you insert it up there i think yeah. we call it bumming. Both, we call it bumming both. in the uk yeah but i need um i need both hands you see to, to fill out all the paperwork so i find it easier if i just put the swab in there and stick the swab in there like that yeah we call it bumming in the uk yeah so <laughs> yeah we call it sex pistols b-side yeah 
So after complaints that China's anal swab COVID-19 test caused psychological distress. I don't know why I'm smiling. I it's this. abuse, yeah, it's abuse. We, we, Can you stop abusing Japanese kids, please? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, can you, do you mind? Now, I mean, it's not in the news anymore. We've got a war going on. Japan has asked China to... St- I love the way they put Japan and China as if they're two people. Japan has asked China... <laughs> like everybody's collectively melded into one thing. Japan has asked China to stop using the new, much more invasive method of testing on Jap- Japanese citizens entering the country. <laughs> For the anal test, reportedly done on some travellers entering China from the from overseas, a three to seven sorry, a three to five centimetre long cotton swab is inserted into the anus and gently rotated to collect the sample. Awful sick. Who well, wants to do that job though as well? Because if you're going know, three to pot five, wash. you're going three to five centimeters in, you're getting poo on that. <laughs> you are, aren't you? Uh, yeah, well, I, I tell you what, you stick you you stick your finger three centimeters up your ass, and there'll be poo on your finger. How in, how in your nail? I is that about about two centimeters? I'd assume my little finger. Uh, it's hard to tell. It through, is through yeah. internet. But <laughs> while it's unclear exactly how many people have gone through the procedure or right or through the through the paper, Chief Cabinet Secretary can't pronounce that I'm going to bother. Kato says some Japanese citizens have reported mental discomfort after the test. It's not mental discomfort, is it? It's rectal it's, discomfort. It's fucking mad. I wonder if it's just like revenge for for the horrific treatment of the Chinese by the Japanese historically. They've gone, look, I don't want to go and start a war with these fuckers to get revenge for how they treated us previously, but I will start sticking shit up their citizens' arseholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a good good way of getting it. Some Japanese reported to our embassy in China that they have received anal swab tests, which cause great psychological tests. That was uh, uh, pain. That was a quote. The Japanese government made a request through the embassy in Beijing to stop using the anal swab tests on Japanese citizens. The guy I can't pronounce, Kutsunbu, says China has not responded to the request. Fuck them off. Don't, just don't, if you, if you acknowledge we did it, then we've got yeah. to stop doing it. So just don't, ignore just ignore him. Carry on. Carry yeah, on. You, no, you, do, you do me. Pretend you didn't get it. Just say it went to junk. <laughs> you would be fine. And, yeah, junk. We have, who's junk? It would what be a mean? kind of psychological, yeah, I don't know There's how no one junk. that. <laughs> There's no one here I... employed called junk. Because I had that, I had that doctor stuck his finger up my ass, didn't I? And I still don't know why, and that still plays on my mind. It's a good point. It did psychologically disturb you. You've... It was, yeah, and I didn't realise until I got in the car and started driving home <laughs> that I'd gone in for him to look at a hernia, which it turns out wasn't a hernia. It was a, a groin injury where these tendons had all been torn off the bone. Um, but he stuck his finger up my ass, <laughs> and. I don't know why, because I remember to this he was, day he was prodding, and then I was had to pull my knees. He said, "Just pull your knees up." I was like, "All right, right." And then you're like, and then oh, yeah, and then okay, you're all good, mate. And then so that was fine. And I got in the car when we spoke about it before me, and I remember driving home just thinking, "Why the fuck has he fingered my ass? <laughs> it's not related." No, I, you know, I, I I needed a crown doing. Um, yeah, I still to this day. Did you ever go why. back to that? Same doctors. Yeah, yeah. He performed a surgery on me. The same doctor did. Yeah, he was a surgeon. Yeah. But you knew yeah. between the anal probing and the the fixing of your knee or whatever it was, 
Um, it's growing. So I had sorry, two, growing. I had, but I had you knew he had his finger up your ass, and you were willing to to you were willing to to uh, kind of let that slide, so to speak. Well, I yeah, I was because I because I had one groin surgery down in Leicester, and then I had one surgery in Nottingham, and this was a Nottingham guy. So maybe because I came from Derbyshire, he thought, you know, what, this will be funny. <laughs> a little bit like China and Japan, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Very, very strange, and I don't know why. And you know, that's fine. So I, I kind of, I can sympathise with the yeah. Japanese. Yeah, but this. that's true. I mean, it was a, fu- it was, it's funny, and it shouldn't be funny. But it is funny. I can't help what I find funny. But what I also find funny is Gary Lineker on a consistent basis. He's back. He, he he has to have a moralistic opinion on everything, yet often doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Absolutely, yeah. He still. And I just think I just think because all he does is just go, "What what are my masters saying?" Yeah. Right. Well, I'll say that then. And so the problem with that is. If you don't know anything about it, then when people go back at you, you've got no no way of replying. Mm. So for me, if my master said, right, you need this this narrative, I'll go, right, well, can I look into it a bit? Can I at least get a little bit of knowledge? Can you give me a Ukraine, Russia for Dummies book so I could just get a little bit? Yeah. So that when I say something and they come back at me calling me a dickhead, I can try and sort of at least defend myself. Whereas all he does is just delete the tweet and apologise. <laughs> but why wouldn't he just take 10 minutes to have a look at it? So, And he's a blue heart one. What's the blue heart again? NHS, isn't it? Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so, Gary Lineker, um, I know these are scary times for other reasons, but for crying out loud, we need to act now on climate change to avoid catastrophe. This is a recent tweet. Like within de- like yesterday. Oh, go on then. Okay, Gary, what do you want to do? Go on then, Gary. Talk to me about what what do you see? What do you think climate change is? What's causing climate change? Don't take out. Yeah. Parts. So t- t- tell me about how it affects you in your gated community in Surrey. Yeah. Tell me about that. And your heated community in Surrey. Yeah. Oh, he'll have under, he'll have underfloor heat. You know, I have no doubt he'll probably have a swimming pool. He's got a conservatory. They're naughty. That's like that woman who was saying from, from <laughs> fucking thing saying about yeah we shouldn't people shouldn't be having conservatories and then the interview was like you're filming this interview in a in a conservatory. I remember seeing that yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> you would have thought don't people. Someone give her a heads up. That's how dumb these people are. Like, but her reply to that was yeah, but this was here when we moved in. Oh, that's <laughs> right, yeah. That's right, yeah. Man. That's, that's brilliant. Right. Still, so what you're saying, you wouldn't do the interview in there. No, what you're saying is, I've got one, but you can't have one. But I already had mine. Yeah, before so this became fine. apparent. Yeah, it's because. Yeah. <laughs> Tip shit. I've still got my four by four, but I had it a while ago. Yeah, damage is already done here, but don't do any more damage, like I did and yeah. do because it was here before I got here. So this is the previous. If you, if, point. you if you believe it's wrong, take down your conservatory. At least stand by the, your own principles if you've got any. Oh, at least just do nah. a fucking interview in the bedroom, you idiot. Well, that's what I thought. I don't know where you live. So you just do it in the bedroom. Yeah. And just tilt the camera away from the conservatory. I mean, I've got four conservatories around this room, but I'd make sure the camera's on the wall. <laughs> I would, yeah. I'd go do it in Costa. But they're not very bright, are they, these people? Absolutely they're not, not. They're no. genuinely not very bright, and they do things that you just think... It's the lack of you're, self-awareness, you're a idiot. like genuine self-awareness. That's what it is. 
to me, I, I've got a theory that this is what transhumanism really really is at the end of the day is people not being able to act like fucking human beings and having real human emotions in the next 60 years because these people are so deleted of any common sense it's unbelievable so dr hillary's back oh fucking hell. dr hillary jones um he says my advice to, as if we're asking because i rang him up because i was worried about what he might have to say about no one has ever war. asked him for advice no no not at all but if you were to ask him for some advice, Dr. Hillary Jones, my advice to Ukraine, the Ukraine, sorry, my advice to Ukrainians who are sharing an air raid shelter with people outside their household. Oh fucking hell! Because <laughs> you haven't got your own, see. So you have to share during hard times. If you believe the narrative of both, I'm gonna say if I'm in an air raid shelter. Right, and there's bombs raining down, and there's a threat of nuclear war, and 99.76 percent survival rate. I'm right. I'm not bothered. You don't want to risk it though, Gareth. Especially if you're sharing air raid shelters and you can't afford your own, or you haven't bothered to keep. What's he saying? Up, like, Wear a mask. That's not far off. Um, my advice to Ukrainians who are sharing an air raid shelter with people outside their household: Why would you be inside your household? That's your vaccinated. house. <laughs> That's your house. It's not an air raid shelter, Mum. This is actually our house. Um, would be to wrap their head in a wet towel before entering to stop... Sorry. To wrap their head in a wet towel before entering to help stop the spread of COVID. That's the last thing you want to fucking do when they're looking for um, ex- extremists is wrap your head in a towel. It's a wet towel as well. It's, it's not on fire. <laughs> And what else are you going to get if you wrap your head in a wet towel? you probably get a fucking cold. I mean... Why, why, why a towel? Why a towel? You look like an extremist. I know, like, this is shit. Look, I and I really of? wish I hadn't gone for that. Wait, wish I had listened to Dr. Hillary now. I really do look like an extremist sitting here in my bomb raid shelter with this towel wrapped around my head. Yeah. Well, I went in there and I didn't have a towel, so I ripped a guy's towel off his head to use it. It turns out he was a Sikh. He was fucking livid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He was fucking livid. That's the first time he's ever seen his own hair. <laughs> they have got crazy long hair, haven't they? Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're not allowed to cut it. Is there something to do with that? It's something like that, yeah. Mm. We, we probably sound completely bloody ignorant, don't we? Because I don't really know. But I'm sure that's something to do with it. And it's wrapped up in the turban, isn't it? I, mean, I think they... it's something to do with like the uh, the powers that the hair is supposed to represent. I, I genuinely something along. Is them it lines. really almost like a like a Samson type vibe? I think so. I could oh, be wow. mixing up all my um my information here, but I think there's something along them lines. So there, the Dr. Hillary's back. Carolinica's um he's chimed in, and this one I got I nick from you, Deborah Meaden. Go on. Oh, it did make me laugh, just because I thought of yeah. Meadophiles. Is that's her a fan clubs? I told her it was a shoot. No, that's a terrible name, Deborah. It's, it's not going to work. It's not going to go. She said, no, I'm going to go with Medifiles. Okay, you do that then. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of releasing a book called My Struggle in Germany, um, <laughs> translated. So I'm sure that will go down well. <laughs> yeah, I think so. She's got a, a, um, she's got a Ukrainian flag on her Twitter. Um, of course she fucking has. That's Replace the blue art. Lurpak. I can't remember. She might just like the butter. Um, it, yeah, that's it has it's replaced. The, it's, the, it's the Maldives. That's all that is. <laughs> 
so this is her thing. I think it's from yours, basically. This is what I sometimes do when I, when I can't figure out anything. I just go to Gareth's feed and just nick his stuff. So this is what she said. Me going about my business. I love the fact she had to put, just in case we didn't think that was her. <laughs> yeah, this is me. I know. <laughs> this is your Twitter feed. You, you you've, put a, you've put a picture up. Yeah, this is me, Dunn. This is Deborah, me, Dunn. Me going about my business today and every day until I hear a science-based argument on why wearing a mask is no longer needed to protect those most vulnerable, more vulnerable than me. Everybody's more vulnerable than you. You're a multi-millionaire, you dipshit. Um, Hashtag wear a mask. You're vulnerable to bullshit, though, Deborah. Yeah. How does she... If she's, I know that she probably doesn't believe any of what she's saying. No, because there's no signals. way you could get that rich and be that dumb. No, and there's no way you could get that rich without being a ruthless bitch. Yeah. Um, and so her then virtue signal of helping people more vulnerable than me. I have no doubt you've probably stepped on people more vulnerable oh, than you every God. day of your business career. Of course you have. Of course you have. She looks like Jimmy Savile in this as well. She absolutely has. She's, she comes across as quite a nasty piece of work. And she's wearing a cat on her that's mask. What pisses, a black that's, cat. That's what pisses me off. It's just weird. It's like a picture of a cat on her face. And that's why I made the joke about if fucking Kurt Zuma saw her. <laughs> Bang. She'd be, she'd be on the floor. <laughs> but those masks are what do my head in more. Like, you know, you see people with the blue ones that are made in Indonesian sweatshops. Yeah. You can just tell that someone's just grabbed a pack of them for a fiver, just chucked it on to go into the shop. Mm. Right, it's the people that you see with like I've got the fucking I've got a Derby County one, or or I've got one with a cat on it, or I've got one with some duckies on it, or flowers. Mm. Or I've idiot. got one with my face on it, like the bottom half of my face printed on a mask. It's a lot. I of... have seen that about yeah. actually, yeah. 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 That's a lot of work to go to to still go along with it. It won't be cheap, and also the fact is you're supposed to chuck these things away, but you're. <laughs> yeah. just... You'll wear yours every day because it's cost you 20 quid. It's because it's your own face. That's a good point. Never thought about that. Yeah, these people are still at it. So she needs a very good science-based reason not to wear one. I'm happy for her to wear one forever. She could wear one at the top and the bottom. I want the full face thing going on. I want this to look more combat-like. Just cover the whole thing up and sit in the corner and go away. Live yeah. in the desert. We're not bothered. It's... It's very much generally people that are on the left side of politics that are very much Rona, Rona, Rona. But when you see ones that are right towards the right side of politics that are still very Rona, Rona, that makes me laugh. Because mainly people on the right are the ones that have sort of seen through it. You know, like we've talked about the Overton window moving. What is the right and left anymore, to be fair? Mm. But when you have people on, on the right that have just got their British flag in their bio and they're very much fucking bulldog, you know, but but are also wear a mask, hashtag wear a mask. They make me laugh. Because yeah, that's confusing. Well, it's confusing because it's ban the fucking burka, wear a mask. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh. That's only a half burka. Yeah, bottom burka. Yeah. If I put a baseball cap on, it's basically the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> but it's funny, isn't it? Because yeah. it it's just the fact that in France they would ban the burka on the beach, but you had to wear a mask on the beach. <laughs> If I, yeah. if I if I was um if I was a Muslim there, I would just be going, All right, fuck you lot, I'm putting my burqa back on. Yeah, I don't understand but do you gotta wear bit, a mask is it that bit that offends you? Is it the forehead that offends you? Because I'll just bring my hair down like that. Yeah. 
state of that. I like that look. It's, yeah, to be fair, I could shave the sides off the tash and bring that down. I'd be in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> so, yeah, Dev is, Debbie's back. Uh, and she does look like a bulldog, actually, quite frankly. So you, you're not far off there. Um, who else have we got here? There was another one. Um, oh, this was good. This was sent in by Karen. So, okay, yeah, um, Ukraine army cats are trained to spot and direct the case, location of sniper, Russian sniper laser dots. They're training cats to see sniper dots from the Russian. How does a cat know it's a Russian one? It, I suppose they're assuming that the cat sees a dot and it goes after it like that, like it does in, like if you've got one of those like laser pens and you do yeah. it on the floor, cats go mad for it, don't they? They do go mad for it, but how does he know it's a Russian one? It's very Not that one. Not that one. Not that one, Flossie. That one's got a blue, a blue. One. I suppose if uh, they're not, not going to give them different lights, are they? Just so don't confuse the cats. So the, this is Mikhail, the partner of Kirkiv, who single-handedly exposed the location of four snipers, which ended in their deaths. So the cat saw the sniper dots, and then they were able to to find track back the laser to the snipers. So what the are the snipers just standing there going? It's a fucking cat down there. What's he doing? I don't, oh, look at I that! Don't... Look, look, he's following it. He's following it. He's following it. I'm inclined it. to not believe it. I think it's bollocks. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm inclined to think that they've gone. What do people in the West like? They like cats. Yeah. They like Deborah cats. does. Look at Deborah De- Meaden. Deborah loves cat. Got one on her face. <laughs> yeah. 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 So no. um. Yeah. Never never let a black cat cross your mask <laughs> Debbie so that, that was said by Karen that was from the off guarding so yeah they're, they're just coming out with more shit it was like the start of the Rona didn't it when they started to come out with some hilarious things of how you would catch it did you, you see the Biden <laughs> at this height did you catch the Biden gap now this is going to be hard to explain um, but it was on live TV which and... one well that's a good point actually yeah I need to be far more specific don't I but this wasn't this actually like Biden saying, wasn't this involved like saying, with this have you, have you, it's like saying have you seen that TV show Rich <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. have you seen that car out there out I've, 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 I've seen a car yeah right yeah, I mean that one this, that one so yeah this was great so this was on live TV and it, uh, guys you have to go and Google this the clip because it's great um, it's on action news but if you Google Google it, you'll find it. Um, so, old man, to the, the the headline of what she said, so the reporter is saying this at the time, is she says, old man reported to have, have inappropriately touched a young girl. If you recognise him, please report it. So the woman was saying this, to a certain extent. Whilst, in the background, they accidentally flashed up a picture of Joe Biden. And it was... Amazing. It was absolutely... At the time, it was brilliant. But what was even funnier is for a brief second, the the, uh, the guy at the vision mixer has tried to cut away. But what he's done is he's cut to the other presenter and the other presenter's gone like that and they've had to cut back. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Oh, why have I not seen this? Oh, it's brilliant. It's on your dad's website. Your dad asked me to post it. So have a look. on Go oh, on daylight.com and have... And it's the article that says, old man reported to have inappropriately touched a young girl. If you recognise him, please report to police. But in the actual clip, it cuts. She's saying it, and then behind him, someone in the in the gallery has put the picture of the president of the United States up at the same time. But then they cut to the co-anchor who just does this, and then if they you, cut back. It's, it's so. The funny. thing is, though, if you believe his daughter's diary, well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> it's not far off. You, 
the guy at the vision mix has got it right. He's got it absolutely right. So it was brilliant. It was one of the funniest things I've seen in ages. It's just a, uh, it was just the t- the look of the other guy's face, like the the because the, someone who used to work in TV, he's got four cameras and none of those cameras are appropriate for that moment. And he's gone for the best one. He's got look at <laughs> look at Ken. Bang. Fucking yeah, and he's had to cut back again. It's brilliant. It's I love TV gaps. It. it makes me think of uh, what's his name? Thingy Schiffernacker, the weatherman. Right. Not Have sure you seen that one? one? No. Oh, for people around the world, it was it was BBC. And the, the 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 news presenter is is introducing the weather, but he's kind of making a little bit of a backhanded jibe at the weatherman, um, and the weatherman's going like that at him, but they cut to the weatherman too early. <laughs> I'm sure his name's Schiffernacker. His surname's Schiffernacker. Right. And he and he goes like that. He goes <laughs> as he as he obviously sees on the monitor. Cut to him. He does that and then quickly goes and rubs his chin. And it then quickly goes back to the main presenter yeah. who goes, oh, every now and then there's always one mistake. <laughs> That's amazing. That's I love amazing. it. But some of them, though, are so definitely intentional. I remember one that was on Sky Sports News. And it's about one in the morning and it cuts to the guy and he goes, Stockport cunt, county captain. <laughs> you watch it again. <laughs> That's not an accident. He's tried to kind of uh, psychologically dance around it back to where he should be. Someone in his ear has gone, I dare you. Yeah. won't do it. I bet you won't do it. I bet you won't do it. I bet you won't. Stockport cunt. County captain. You <laughs> <laughs> said <Yeah>. cunt. <laughs> On live TV. That yeah. great. It's all over. Again, people around the world can put that in YouTube and watch that. Stockport cunt, county, <laughs> and you look at the time, and it's one in the morning when yeah. they think no one's really going to be watching it. Have you ever seen the woman? There's a one really good one where um, a pregnant woman's doing one of these shows, um, where the QVC shows, where she's trying to sell some old like bit of metal uh, ring or something, and then she's so pregnant she starts throwing up everywhere, like everywhere. Amazing. It's absolutely, oh. and it doesn't stop, and she just goes on, and she keeps for about ten minutes. She's still trying to sell this this ring that's covered oh. in vomit and she's just going and going and going it's horrific it's like the exorcist but like budget morning sickness is horrific oh yeah i don't know what time of day it was oh man i got (laughs) i got it's when you go to a funeral and you get ill it's called morning sickness (laughs) i um i got morning sickness with law i didn't get it with ophi but i did with law and i was being sick and it was making me ill and i didn't understand what the fuck was happening because i I didn't think i was I didn't, th- I didn't think I was having a baby. I was like, I didn't sign up for this. And there were times when Gemma would come in and was rubbing my back. And it's like, this is not <laughs> fucking right. What is happening? And I remember saying it to yeah. my mum. And it was like, yeah, young couple Dave had that. What? And what? it's a thing. Is it? It's a thing. Yeah. And, and it's amazing then, because I thought at the same time, I must be so connected. Because as a father, as you know, you kind of oh. miss out. Like, I mean, they get nine months with them before they've even met you. They've always got head start. <laughs> and... So I felt like that connection. Yeah, it's weird, right. but it's a thing. Yeah, you well, can that, get it. Yeah, that'll explain magnet. why I was... Well, that's why I explained I was lactating on the train up to Derby that night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there was like... Then, the guy opposite's like... <laughs> you squirting me. Do you want to latch onto this? Because we ain't wasted it. There's a war cabin. Yeah, I think that's about it for the week, guys. Um, oh, let's, before we go... Chelsea... What was that ring? Oh, yeah, Abramovich is selling up, isn't he? Yeah, what's all that about? 
Um, again, I don't really know. I don't know if he wanted to um, sell up anyway, and it's a perfect excuse, or whether it's a way of, I don't know, if he feels as this escalates further that he might have the club taken off him. I don't know. If they're freezing assets, um, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I, like, <clears throat> Abramovich's relationship with Putin was always quite odd. Right. I'm pretty sure Abramovich basically got his wealth through being gifted state assets by the pisshead that was Boris Yeltsin. <laughs> um, and I think Putin came in and, and has always kind of almost had them on a bit of a leash. The fact that actually I can almost take these state assets right. back whenever I want. So you might be a multi-billionaire for as long as I allow you to be. Sure. Um, so there's there's lots of things at play. But obviously we spoke about it. You know, Abramovich was involved with the campaign against anti-Semitism, all that sort of stuff. Um, who are the ones that were mass censorship against everyone that mm-hmm. basically were, were, were the forerunners for, for trying to destroy Jeremy Corbyn and, and anyone that was sort of standing up for Palestinian rights. So there's lots of, there's so many avenues in all this Ukrainian stuff. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. So like today, we're filming right now today and we've got, of course we're filming right now today, it's today. Um, we've got Eva Bartlett coming on um, and she's in Russia um, okay. So I want, I really want to get from her. Like my idea is, talk to me like I'm five, and because I don't trust Putin and I don't trust NATO. So can you explain to me the history that goes? Because you, you know, these Ukrainians were were Russians. They were part of the same country 30 years ago in our lifetime. Mm. And so you know, these people are going to be cousins. And, 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 you know, relatives and stuff. So it's, I don't think it's just as simple as we're going to go in there and have it. Yeah. So I'm hoping she can give us a bit more background, you know. That'd be interesting. It's, it's interesting how things have just switched over. And I think when we look back on all these these shows that we're doing at the moment, right now, it's going to be really interesting to see that how this is all sped forward, especially if the next, we know where this is heading in 10 years' time, where they want it to be. And why they want to yeah. crash the economy and a carbon-based... keep telling everybody it's a carbon-based economy that they want to bring in. And people don't understand. I didn't understand it that well until a few months back. Um, but people don't get it. Follow the World Economic Forum. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've listened, because I listen occasionally to what I have when I'm out running. And um, it is funny. If you, if, you, if you go back and listen to one from, you know, 18 months ago, you know what we're talking about it's mad really hmm. how much the the things we were saying in a jokey way have come to pass it is very strange um also like i'm waiting for because they did it with isis didn't they that basically the whole thing that was going on in syria was related to climate change how? and so i'm waiting well exactly and i'm waiting for them to say something with with putin because they've already saying i saw it on the front page of the daily express they they're, they're claiming that he's he's only invaded because he's mental because because he's got covid men mental oh we saw that sorry i sent you that that was a good one yeah yeah, yeah. so he's, he's he's gone mental with the covid and now he's gone invaded <laughs> countries they literally are blaming it. i don't know why i didn't screenshot that one they've blamed it that he's well, got, they've got they've got four things brain fog from covid well, that's why five, he's lost it <laughs> five things so you go right we've got war Climate change, the Rona, racial injustice, LGBTQ plus. Right. So how could, these are the five things we need to move around. How can we fit them all together? Well, Putin's invaded um, Ukraine. Right. Which one of these? LGBT. Yeah, we get that. Say it's to do with that. Yeah. Done. We've got that one. MI6 are on that. <laughs> racial injustice. We've not quite got that one yet, although. The whole thing is. 
I black suppose. people in the Ukraine aren't being allowed to get on trains and get out. Yeah, they're not re- actually. Uh, don't report that though, because that's bad on the Ukrainians. That's Ukrainians doing that, not the Russians. Oh right, shit. Okay, we'll, we'll leave. Right, okay. We'll leave BLM on the back burner. Um, the black COVID, burner. Covid. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, say he's got Covid. That's why he's mental. Done. So we'll keep that one. And then so we've got we've got climate change. Yep. Who else can yep. come out with climate? What's Gary Lineker doing? Yeah. Go and get Gary Lineker. No one listens to him. I know they don't, but he's the best we got. All right? He's a national treasure. It was funny as well, talking to my dad about Lineker, because dad's a big fan. Um, <laughs> was that When dad worked for the BBC, obviously, you, you couldn't... I mean, social media didn't exist, but you, you weren't allowed to vocalise a, a political opinion. You had to be neutral. And so dad, I remember dad saying, like, for... for any single one of the tweets that Lineker puts out, he would have, he would have been sacked oh, in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah, Imme- course, immediately yeah. sacked. Because yeah. you had to remain politically well, yeah, neutral. They got in trouble for going to the Greenpeace thing. The Green Party stuff, part. yeah, he did. Yeah, Point. he did. For his environmental stuff um, was, yeah, not cool. Hmm. Yeah. And that was... And he went to... <laughs> he started speaking but, out for, for the saving the planet. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, yeah. Mad. Yeah, it is mad. It is mad, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. The world has gone absolutely mad. We're in stage two of the uh, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 uh, Summit. I'm wondering how they're going to wrangle this in, but we know where it's headed. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what goes on here, but it is all along a played-out script that has got about 10 years for them to get it all in place. So, Ooh, Rich, we forgot one. The Huffington Post from a few years ago, could a small nuclear war actually oh. help climate change? There's been so much this week. Yeah, I know, let's yeah. just do that one before we go. Can we That's find insane, that one? isn't it? Could, could a small nuclear What's a small nuclear war? Because then it goes on to say, you know, like still 10 times bigger than the bombs that were dropped on Hiroshima. So you're like, okay, so, That's not so it's small. Ten, it was 10 times bigger than the bomb that evaporated 200,000 people approximately. Yeah, I found it. Yeah. So it's just a small. Could a small nuclear war, just a little one. Just, just a little one. Just a dash. Just a button mushroom cloud. <laughs> Biden. Where's the button? Let Biden have a go at the buttons. He's been itching to press that since, like, summer of 2021. Definitely. So could a, this is the Huffington Post. You're right. Could a small nuclear war reverse global warming? Well, it's not warming. So let's end that. Full stop. Done. Yeah. They, don't even, they haven't said climate change. They said global warming here. Yeah. Um, yeah, they haven't pivoted to global warming yet, uh, to climate change yet. When, no, because it how can you, colder. you? Because you can't reverse. Because the word change means it could go either way, so they had to go with warming because it needs to be able to reverse a certain outcome. So the certain outcome had to be that it warmed. If you say climate change, you'd be going, well, what? What do you mean? How can you reverse a change? It's just changing, more change. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's in the but... wording. So you had to go back to climate change. Uh, sorry, global warming. Yeah. So nuclear war is a bad thing, right? What an opening line. If I'm the editor, you've written this article, have you? Right, okay. Global warm, nuclear war is bad, right? (laughs) I'm going to stop you there. I can't print this. What are you on about? Yeah. You're assuming it is. So, like, gather around. It'd be in the press room. So, right, people, we've got an article come out today. So global warming is a bad thing, right? Learn a few things here. Maybe Look. not. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not. not. Give, give us a minute. Give us a minute. 
Right, assuming um, global warming, uh, sorry, assuming nuclear war is bad is worse than assuming one's gender. It is, yes, yeah, it is, yeah. We'll go into one of these uh, these anti nuclear war rallies. You'll get the sack. Um, exactly. HR. HR. Yeah. Got to yeah. stop the war banner here. <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah. So, scientists from NASA, well, one sold, and a number of other institutions, vague, have recently been modelling the effects of a war involving 100 Hiroshima-level bombs or 0.03% of the world's current nuclear arsenal. According to National Geographic, the research suggests 5 million metric tonnes of black carbon would be swept up into the lowest portion of the atmosphere. The result, according to NASA climate models, could actually be global cooling. But everybody's dead! But it's cooler. Yeah, but all the cows are dead. No cow farts. <laughs> now, cow, humans are the problem. Do you not get that? Unless well, they're the humans point, that I am to actually care about. They're not the problem. We are the carbon they seek to remove. Absolutely. And no one is putting their finger on that. The Rockefeller said it in a book that Sandy Adams, she pointed out. It said they decided that after all of this Earth Summit nonsense... That humans were the threat, the biggest threat to humanity itself. Stop punching yourself in the face. That's basically what the conclusion they <laughs> came to. That's probably my favourite scene from Four Lions. Punch yourself in the face. <laughs> Such a good film. It's basically the conclusion that all of these 179 countries came to is that humans punch themselves in the face too much, and in order to stop them punching themselves in the face. You've got a way just blow their arms off. <laughs> their nuclear yeah, arms punch, off. Can't punch yourself in the face if you've got no arms. You can't punch yourself with nuclear arms. There you go. So that's it. You'd make a load of money out of being an arms salesman, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, go, only got, make... I've only got two left ones. <laughs> Fuck it, it'd be right. Yeah. You've got the receipts for that. Keep the stumps. Stubs. Shot.